Hello and welcome to today's episode of the One Year No Fear podcast. Today we are talking about how to make a fearless impact and I'm going to give you five steps that you can go away with and start putting in place immediately to create lasting ripples of change through your business. I'm your host Sammy Blindell and if you love the episodes I'm creating for you to help you fearlessly go out there, build your brand and make your greatest ripple of impact in the world, hit that subscribe button so you are always the first to hear my new episodes every week. So let's talk about making a fearless impact. Ultimately, making fearless ripples of impact is all about creating a legacy through your business. Now, building a business is not just about making money. I guess for some it is, but for most successful businesses, it's all about making a difference and the positive impact that you can leave on all the people that you serve and, of course, the world. Now, as an entrepreneur, you've got the power to make a significant difference in the world. And this can be achieved by creating a legacy through your business. I mean, it's so amazing how quick we can make change as business owners and entrepreneurs. If you think of the juggernaut businesses that have to go through 10 different people and department after department to make a decision, yet you can wake up with a thought in the morning You can have mapped it out, created the vision for it, even created a little logo for it and maybe even made a tool or a resource or a worksheet or a to-do list or something that helps someone in the world. And that thought that was just a thought in the morning could be out there making a difference to lives in the afternoon. I mean, you have the power to make so much significant difference so quickly. So in today's show, I really want to explore some of the ways that you can create a legacy through your business and to leave that bigger impact on the world. Because I believe the first step to making this happen and to creating the legacy that you want to leave through your business is to have a clear purpose. Yes, your business exists to make money. Let's face it. If you have a business and it's not making money, then it's not a business. (laughs) However, and hopefully that wasn't a newsflash for you, uh, the more you focus on impact instead of income, the more income you're going to create. Now, that's a little bit of uh, mind bending there. Get your mind around that. But it's true. And I've proven it again and again and again. And if you look all throughout history, those who invented the greatest things got turned down relentlessly. So many people rejected their idea, but they kept pushing, they kept pushing. If Alexander Graham Bell hadn't have done that, think of how the world would be missing all of the communication that we have in today's connected world like we wouldn't be connecting in the same way. Uh, you know, think of um, you know Nightingale, how she changed practices in medicine and how she shifted an entire industry around care and nursing. Think about all of those people that invented something, that stood up for something, that didn't do it to make money. They did it to cause change, to create impact, to build legacy. And maybe they weren't even thinking about leaving a legacy. But the ultimate result, because they were focused on impact, was that they did create a legacy. So if you're focused only on making money, I can promise you that the money will never be enough. I learned that the hard way, a really hard way. I'd built four businesses already and I'd gone into business with a business partner. And so this was business number five. 
And this business partner, everything was happy and rosy and amazing at the beginning, as it is. Gosh, I learned a lot of lessons through that relationship. But this business partner, um, the more we worked together, the more I realized he didn't like people. He didn't like them very much. He always said, God, my idea would be to get away from all of this. If I never spoke to another person again, it'd be too soon. That's how he used to talk. So he didn't really like people very much, although he in public came across as the biggest people person you could ever meet in your life. Behind closed doors, if he never spoke to another human being again, that would be too soon. And in his mind then, the whole point of having a business was only to make money. Yes, like we had the service element of it and he cared about that. I'm not saying he didn't care about that, but he cared more about the income that we had than the impact we were making, put it that way. And so every conversation we had, when we were at work, he was talking about money. When we were outside of work, he was talking about money. Everything revolved around money. And no matter how much we made, we always had to make more. No matter how much we achieved, it wasn't good enough. There was always a next level of achievement. So there was no celebration in that business. There were, you know, and that it was it was very tough. And I didn't realize at the time because I was in the goldfish bowl of the business, all I was concerned with was making sure that he was constantly happy. I mean, how crazy was that? And I did that at the cost of myself. And it really burned me out. I learned such a big lesson from exiting that business. And you know what was really interesting to me was, and it was only by getting out of it, and that's quite often the way it is, isn't it? You you can only look back in hindsight and realise just how hard it was or how challenging it was or how hard you worked or how much attention you focused on something that in the grand scheme of things was never really important or should not have been as important as we made it. But when I look back on that time now, I can see that I was working 18 to 20 hours a day, striving to create more and more financial success bringing in the best coaches, the best sales coaches, the best mindset coaches for us to consistently overachieve our results. And we did that on a quarterly basis. We were overachieving every result that we ever set and every result that our coaches were setting for us. And, and all of that, when I look back on in hindsight now, all of it was just to please my business partner. So I was throwing myself into building that business really at the cost of myself. And I ended up burning out big time. I had uh, four very near miss. Um, I mean, they felt like heart attacks at the time, but they were actually panic attacks. And I had never had a panic attack in my life. And then all of a sudden I had four of them in less than four months. And they were debilitating episodes that really felt like a heart attack and were totally dressed as a heart attack. And I was rushed into hospital and wired up to all the machines four times in less than four months. And when I look back on that time now, me throwing myself into that at the cost of myself to create as much money as possible, to be the most financially successful agency, it was a design agency, um, in our area. And 
it was just achievement after achievement after achievement. And we aimed for that. And of course, we were serving, we were making a difference. We loved our customers. Our customers loved us. And we, you know, we were doing really good things. We were making good change. But because it was so focused on financial and, you know, what's interesting when I look back on it now is it was always driven from a lack. So he had a big lack of money um, and came from a lack of money. He he, um, had a a very, um, you know, troubling upbringing and a very traumatic upbringing. And because of that upbringing, he didn't have any security or certainty. So his way of creating security and certainty was money. So, of course, we then built a whole business based on creating certainty and security and created lots of money. But then you create all that money and you're still freaking empty. And you get to that point where you just go, what is the point of all this? So I walked away from that business. We just had it valued. We were going through the process of selling the business. Uh, It had been valued at £7.8 million. Uh, so whatever that converts into different currencies, uh, I don't know. But that was a really defining moment for me was, hang on, I've worked for like seven years building this one business. I've given everything to it, given my life to it. I've missed seeing my nieces and nephews. I've missed seeing my brothers and sisters. I've missed seeing my mum and dad. I've missed uh, being in a relationship. I put all of that to one side to throw myself into building a business to to create a successful business. And it was just the wrong focus because I ended up walking away from it anyway. So I left all of those millions behind, walked away with 50 pence, basically, because uh, after, (laughs) you know, when you sell the business to somebody else, there's a value there. When you walk away from a business, there ain't value there. So I literally um, had 50 pence (laughs) as a result of signing everything over and, uh, and there had to be a financial exchange for me to be able to walk away from it. And so that was what happened. And so I then uh, walked away with nothing, having spent all of my years throwing myself into making something and making it financially stable and certain and secure. And then here I am with nothing anyway. And that really taught me a lesson. And actually, I was so repulsed by that point. I was so repulsed by money because of what it meant to me. Money and success meant burnout, not seeing my family, not having time for a relationship. It had so much traumatic meaning to me at that time that when I came through that burnout phase, I was just purely focused on giving back. Money at that time repulsed me. And so all I could care about was giving back. And so that's when in 2014, I launched How to Build a Brand to become the world's most valuable brand building resource for entrepreneurs of purpose-driven businesses. And so I set to work on that and I threw myself into it. All I was doing was creating free downloads, free cheat sheets, free worksheets. I was, you know, free templates. I was creating all this free stuff, all these resources. I was making videos every day, uh, helping the people on the other end of it. If you've got a business and you're building a brand and you're building a business, here's another tip for you to take that next step forward. And I started really showing up. I ran a 30 day challenge. I had no idea of the impact that would have. I took no names or email addresses. I wasn't doing it for that. I just focused on how I could serve. I had a Facebook group that I'd set out for how to build a brand. It had 732 people in it at the time. I remember all of this data because we want to measure impact and that's going to be 
one of the lessons I'll talk about in a minute. So I had 732 people in my How to Build a Brand group at that time. I ran a 30-day challenge. And within 30 days, we went from 732 to over 3,500 members of that community. And I did no advertising whatsoever. All I did was show up and serve. And it taught me a big lesson, a lesson which I've learned many times on my journey and keep being reminded of is that when we work so much outside of ourselves and we're doing everything because we want that visibility, because we want to be the best, because we want that exposure, because we want to be the most visible, when we're creating things from that space, then we tend to have to invest a lot into driving people from the outside in. But when I was serving, when I just started serving from the inside out and I put all of my focus on what was in front of me and who was already in front of me, I served and I sowed myself into them. And the impact that I didn't expect was that they would then go and tell everybody else about me because I was doing such a great job for them. I was helping them to make so much impact and so much difference that they were going out and saying, you've got to come and be a part of this. And I was encouraging them to invite other people to come and be a part of it. And, you know, I'd give prizes away and stuff for the people that were inviting the most people to come and join us and be part of it. I was showing up, I was giving them hours of my time for free in return for them going out and just sharing my content with other people who it might make an impact on. And it meant that I was investing my marketing money was actually marketing time because I was investing my time into service and that time was paying for my marketing. Does that make sense? So I learned a big lesson when I launched How to Build a Brand because within 12 weeks of just serving and serving and serving and I was in my element, I was showing up and because I wasn't there to ask for anything, people felt good about it because I wasn't asking for anything, I wasn't doing it for the sales and I felt good about it because I went to bed every night with my head soundly on that pillow, sleeping for a good eight to ten hours a night, bearing in mind I'd only been getting two to three hours sleep every night for about eight years. And so for me to go to bed with my head on the pillow, sleeping soundly, knowing I made a difference, I fucking made a difference that mattered today. I really served today. I created ripples of impact today. I made a difference. I stood up for what I believe in. I was a champion for others and I did what I do best and I served. And oh boy, did I sleep soundly. And it's taken me a long time, a lot of years to catch up on all of that sleep that I missed out on for all that time. It's not surprising my body was burning out. But serving from the inside out is what really taught me that lesson. And I went into that business without any like financial attachment. I knew that I would need about £15,000 to get everything done that I wanted to do because I wanted someone else to do my branding. Yes, I'm a branding expert, but... I want someone else to brand me. I want somebody to do my website. I want somebody to do all of my social media. I want somebody to do all of this stuff. So I listed out all the things. If I had some, if I could do anything and if I could make the biggest difference, what do I think it would take for me to really set up this business properly and create a global impact? And I estimated with all the things that I wanted to do and all the things I wanted to achieve that I, I needed £15,000 in total uh, to, to be able to make that ripple. 
and uh, but that is as far as I went with the attachment I just had that figure and I that and then it never entered my mind after that I knew what I wanted to invest in but I um I wasn't attached to having to make money to invest in that because quite frankly I'd just come away from a really traumatic experience of building a big business and a big brand and really going for it and where did it get me it you know I still ended up with nothing so so for me I had nothing to lose so I just went for it and within 12 weeks, because obviously I was measuring the impact, like every day I was um, asking questions. I was seeing how many people responded to the questions. I was making videos to answer those questions. I was then reaching out to those people and saying, hey, I made you a video, go, you know, go share it with everyone you know. And so I was able to measure the first hand impact that I was I was making. And within 12 weeks of throwing myself into just helping my audience, no mention of money at all, it was really interesting. I was inundated with messages from people saying, how can I work with you? Like, I love the work you're doing. I want to show up like you. How can I do that? What do I need to do to build my brand? Uh, what are the steps I need to take? Could you coach me through it? I, I want you to coach me on how to do what you have done. And I was shocked because I was saying to them, well, how much would you be willing to invest in yourself for you to get this result that you want? And they were telling me. And it was like thousands of pounds, right? Because they wanted to make many hundreds of thousands of pounds. So they were totally happy to invest 6,000 in me for them to go and make six an additional 60,000 in the next 12 months. It was a no-brainer to them. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> they were selling themselves to me. I wasn't selling myself to them. And, uh, you know, and there was me going, no, you know what? I've been so burned out. I don't, I don't want to get into doing all of that. Oh, please. Like, you're the best at this. I want, I want you. I don't want anyone else. And I didn't do it for the reverse psychology element. But looking back on it now, it was a very interesting approach. It was like, I was interviewing my clients they weren't interviewing me and within 12 weeks with that like lack of strategy lack of desire for money there was there was no structure there was no plan there was nothing there was just me getting up every day what else can I do to serve that person that sat at home with their head in their hands that hasn't got enough clients and they have they're not visible enough they don't know how to show up they know all the ways that they can show up and they've probably done a social media course and they've probably invested thousands into learning how to do the stuff and they're still not fucking doing it so what can I do to help them to to over come that barrier what can I what one thing can I give them today that will make a difference in their life and that's all I was focused on but within that 12 weeks by the end of that 12 weeks I thought you know what there's so many people that are asking me for this I'm just going to create a group program I'll create this program and I'll put people through it the, the, as I was asking people what they'd be prepared to invest in themselves, they were telling me the price. I've got about a £1,000 a month. I said, fine, I'll do something. We'll set something up. It'll be a £1,000 a month. It'll be a six-month program. And I just plucked that out of the air based on all the experience that I'd already had. So remember, I'd already been helping clients and companies to to create millions in their business. So I had all the strategies in my head already. I already knew all of that stuff. I'd just been doing that for other people. I hadn't been doing it for me. So I had this opportunity and within that first 12 weeks, I had £18,000 per month coming in. Well, of course, when I had 18 grand a month coming in, I'm looking at that 15000 that I said I was going to need overall for like a whole year. <laughs> and, and here I am with 18000 coming in 
and I'm working like an hour a day on creating a resource or something. So I spent no more than an hour a day on that. Then I spent about an hour a day connecting with people and, uh, you know, making videos and answering questions. And so I was doing that. Uh, building up my group and going into other people's groups and, and helping others. That was about an hour a day um, and maybe an hour a day on then going in and responding to what people were coming back to me with and the promotion and things like that. So within, within about three hours a day for 12 weeks, compared to the 18 to 20 hours a day I was working, that I was but totally burned out. I had everything that money could buy back then, but I had no fucking time to go spend any of it. So here I am now living in France in the middle of nowhere in the countryside one meg broadband so literally when I created a video it would be uploading overnight it would be ready for me to do something with the next day everything had slowed down and that period of time really taught me about slowing down to speed up because I was forced to slow down it wasn't like I said I need to slow down so that I can speed up I was forced to slow down I'm literally forced to slow down I couldn't go any faster and yet there I was after 12 weeks with £18,000 a month coming in in sales. And that just increased. And I thought, wow, if I can do that with one program, imagine what I could do if I created another program or another product. And so then I created the next one and then the next one and then the next one. And I mean, here I am all these years later. That was back in 2014. At the point of recording this, it is... Uh, Friday the 10th of March 2023 so it is nine years ago um ju well just yeah ju just under nine years since I made that decision to launch how to build a brand and about five months ago I received an award for having surpassed the 10 million in sales in the coaching and training industry and speaking industry so it just goes to show you what's possible. Now, that's in a nine-year period. Actually, the success all happened and all really kicked off within the three to four years. So if you're sat there thinking, oh, my God, like I can't, I can't wait four years for me to have that success, well, then you're thinking about the wrong thing. If you just focus on the impact, the success will be a result of the impact that you're making. So, you know, my lesson, my big lesson there was that I hadn't even started a business to make sales, but because I was making an impact, the income found me. So I strongly encourage you to go beyond money as you think about the legacy that you want to leave through your business. And if your purpose is about going beyond making money and you become totally centered around making a positive impact, making that positive difference, then you're going to be wealthier than you could ever imagine. And I'm talking wealth, not just financially, but spiritually, mentally, emotionally and physically as well. It has a very big impact on you when you can live peacefully. And that is something that I really recognized through that period where I was I was thrown into slowing down. And of course, then everything sped up and we ended up building a global business. I brought a business partner in. Uh, my husband came in as an honor exec director before we were even going out with each other. And now he's my husband. You know, we've, we've created loads of change around the world now because of that business I featured in documentaries. I've had the most incredible opportunities and met the most amazing people. But then lockdown hit. And by the point that we reached lockdown, um, my brand builders club business that I'd launched 
back in uh, 2017, uh, that had grown globally and we were running up to 34 events, live, big physical events and masterminds all around the world every month. And of course, we couldn't do that then when lockdown hit. And so that really forced me again to slow down so that I could speed up. So and, and again, it reminded me that the impact is with the if you focus on the impact on the people that are right in front of you, they will go and do all your marketing and advertising for you. So the more impact you make on them, the more money you'll make through them and for them and from them. <laughs> So the purpose should be the driving force behind every decision you make as a business owner. If you're not clear on your purpose, then there's going to be a lot of things that won't be clear in your business and your life. So having a clear purpose will not only give you direction, but it's also going to inspire your clients, your team, your future customers, even partners, future partners who want to work towards a common goal with you. And I tell you, it creates an amazing sense of community and ownership when other people feel like they're growing up with you. And also they're then championing you because they want you to succeed as much as you want to succeed because the more you succeed, the more they succeed. So that's just the first step. The second step is to have a long-term vision for your business. So your purpose is one level, but the vision is a whole other level. And you should be thinking way, way bigger beyond the short-term goals that you have right now and focus on some of the long-term impact that you want to make as well. So this means setting some ambitious goals that may take a few years or even decades to achieve. But, you know, what is that impossible dream that you have? What is that impossible goal? Because as soon as you take that impossible goal out of your head and you start, you know, brainstorming on it, you realize that it's no longer impossible, it's inevitable. So I want you to think about that long-term vision and the reason why you are starting this or the reason why you're getting up every day to continue this. Because that's going to give you the motivation and the drive to push through difficult times when you do hit difficult times, because that is inevitable. And, and what this does when you have a strong purpose and you have a strong vision, like your purpose is your your per personal reason why and your vision is the, the vision for the business of where you see it in 10 years, 100 years from now. You're, you know, we're talking about creating a legacy. We're talking about creating fearless impact. So think 100 years from now when you're no longer here, because if you're going to build something that is going to create a massive ripple, then it can't only be you that is delivering this. Yes, it has to start with you. Yes, it's you that has to have such a clear vision that you could share that with others and they want to get on board because they are also committed to the same purpose that you are. Then what happens is you really do create legacy. That ripple of impact is no longer just the burden on your shoulders. And it, in fact, it's no longer a burden because everybody else is involved in the, the creation of building it and growing it with you. And now you're part of a team, which just feels amazing. So the third step is to then create a culture of giving back. And for me, you might have a different meaning for this, but I believe that this means integrating some social responsibility into your business, in, in fact, into the operations of your business, not just, uh, you know, doing something ad hoc, but making it an actual operation, making giving back a system within your business so that it's part of your company's DNA. And you can do this by donating a percentage of your profits, for example, to a charitable cause, or you might volunteer at a local community. You might create 
sustainable business practices that reduce your environmental impact. I mean, there's loads of different ways that you can do that. Um, but I believe that creating a culture of giving back won't only benefit you and it won't only benefit the causes that you support, but it'll also create a positive reputation for your business, which will attract like-minded, contribution-valued clients and, and team members and, and people that you want to connect with who share those same values for giving back as well. I mean, if you just look at the success of RippleFest, for example... Back in November uh, 2020, was it 2020? No, 2021, November 2021. Um, I had this download when I was journaling one day about the ripples of impact that we can make. And because I kept just seeing all this negative stuff on social media and and at that time it was in the height of the pandemic and, you know, there, there was a lot of doubt. There was a lot of fear that was floating around. And I, I, I was journaling this one morning and I thought to myself, you know, how crazy is this that we we are feeling so out of control yet the things we can control are how we show up we can control how we contribute we can control who we make an impact on we can control the difference that we make we can control what we create we can control so many things and yet we're not taking control of those things we can control our identity we can control our voice and and where our voice is heard and uh, you know so so i thought god you know we need to create this massive ripple of impact we need a ripple fest i thought what the hell is ripple fest anyway i journaled on it and i i came up with this concept which i firmly believe wasn't mine i just downloaded it uh, but this concept was about bringing the most powerful thought leaders together to share their journey to share with others how they've done it and what they've done to to get where they are and to give some of the success principles away that people are making constant mistakes you know so this was all about owning your identity owning your value owning your gift owning your impact and owning your lane and i built it around those five things and i invited the most famous thought leaders and the most experienced thought leaders to come in and share on that and the deal was that we would charge a, an entrance fee to come and be a part of it and a hundred percent of that entrance fee would then be contributed to the charities that my five speakers um, wanted to, to nominate so each speaker the five I had five speakers each time I now run it at the end of every month and I have only three because five was a lot for people but um the, the, th the five people that I was bringing in, each of them nominated a charity and I took all the proceeds from 100% uh, of the proceeds. I ran everything at cost. So 100% of the profits uh, I, I, uh, and proceeds, I, I split between the five causes and each and every one of those causes had a give back. So I was measuring the impact that we were having on the first hand people, because if we had like 72 people that signed up for it that was 72 new lives that we were making an impact on and five uh, thought leaders also got visibility and credibility and publicity with an audience of people that that weren't following them before so they then had followers so the charity had a give back they had a give back and I felt really fucking good about the give back that we were giving and as a business my business was able to demonstrate the measurable impact financially because we could measure all of that impact. So, you know, that again was a give back. So every time I've only focused on give back, it's always made money. It's always create, created ripples.
So I want you to think about what ripples you could create that you just set an intention to do something that is a social responsibility uh, that you put in your business, something to do with uh, your social give back, your social impact. The fourth step is to invest in your own personal and professional development. And I think this is one of the most important ones because you're the backbone of your business and investing in your growth and development will only benefit your business. Um, <laughs> it will benefit you, it will benefit the business, it will benefit everybody that you serve. And it will also create a positive impact on all the lives your business touches because you show up instead of hiding behind your business. It's all too easy to put all the focus on the business. Got to grow the business. Got to get more customers. Got to do this. Got to do that. The got to's, have to's, should do's, must do's. But when you're so focused on that and you're not growing yourself, then you can fall very quickly behind and you can have this amazing business, but you then don't feel confident to show up. Because now there's this expectation on the business, there's this expectation on you and you can start to retreat and become smaller. I know because this has happened to me. And so what I learned through that experience was that when I value myself, when I know my worth, when I love who I am and when I'm in love with the mission that I'm born to achieve, that I was born to, to give to the world, then I've always shown up in a much greater way than if I've only ever poured money into my business. So when you value yourself, when you know your worth, when you love who you are and when you're in love with your mission and the, the purpose that you feel you were born to, 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 be, to make and to, to be this lifetime, then you're going to show up in a much greater way as well. So I believe that you always have to be bigger than your business if you want your business to grow. And if you Gosh, if you invest in yourself, then you'll always grow bigger than your business, which gives your business room to grow as well. Your business will only ever grow. In my experience of working with over 60,000 businesses, about 65,000, maybe even 70,000 at the point of making this, and obviously building my own businesses as well, in my experience, you'll only ever grow mentally and emotionally as big as your mental and emotional capacity and skills so if you want your business to grow then you have to grow yourself that's a non-negotiable if you're not investing in yourself enough right now if you're not investing in in a program that is supporting you to be visible to get out there and and grow yourself and grow your impact if you're not investing in that if all you're investing in is marketing or advertising and you're not investing in you growing as a leader you being seen and positioned as the leader of your industry then I just really highly recommend that you you do invest in that whether that's with me through one of our various programs you can go to our website onedropmovement.com forward slash programs and you can find all the stuff that we're running everything we run is live and we've got over a thousand mini courses masterclasses and tools and we've got a daily brand advice center where I share an article every single day that helps you with a strategy or a five-step system or a process to help you to to fearlessly and relentlessly and consistently go out there and build your brand so I've got loads of stuff but if it's not me then invest in yourself with someone else just make sure you're investing in yourself I hope you invest in me though, because I know that I can make that difference. <laughs> now, this also has an incredible positive impact on your clients and your future customers as well, because they can see that you're consistently investing in yourself to be better for them. And so therefore they perceive that they're working with the best. They feel like they're getting more value because you are more valuable because you've made yourself more valuable because you've invested in yourself and it makes you more relevant as well. 
Now, the final step, the fifth and final step is to measure and communicate your impact. So I mentioned this a little while ago. You need to track and measure the impact that your business is making on society, that it's making on lives. And you need to communicate this with your audience. Like when I ran Ripplefest and I had five charities that we were giving to, I was able to every single month report on here's how much we made for these five charities this month. I was able to to deliver that. And I think that's, you know, I've got out of doing that. I've, I just forget get to do that but it's important that you communicate that if you're making an impact measure it and then share it and this will not only help you to identify the areas for improvement where you could be making a bigger impact but it'll also showcase the positive impact that your business and you are making on the world as well now how can you do this so you could do this by setting up some impact metrics for example so that might be um, you know, we want to impact on 50 lives. So it might be a number of lives. It might be um, a number that you contribute to charity. It, you know, you could measure your uh, impact around that. You could collect the data if you are um, running a campaign, for example. Well, you'll know how many people responded to the campaign, how many people took you up on your offer, how many people were you able to serve through that. And if you're giving a percentage of your profits, for example, to charity, then you'll be able to measure that because the more people that you make that impact on, the more people that you're going to be able to measure <laughs> and report. So this is going to build a huge amount of trust with your existing and future customers. And of course, if they're looking at you versus looking at somebody else and they could invest their money with you or they can invest their money with them you've got a big social impact uh, element to your business and they don't then they're likely to choose you because they know when they invest in you they're making a difference in themselves by investing in you but they're also making a difference on the give back so there you have it there's five steps to creating a legacy through your business have that clear purpose have a long-term vision create that culture for giving back make sure that you're investing in yourself and make sure that you are measuring and communicating the impact that you're creating because that's all creating that lasting legacy that lasting ripple of impact which will go and make even more positive impact in the world, will make you way more attractive as a proposition and will have way more people coming to you and saying, how can we work with you? I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to my ramblings today. Uh, we are going to be back to explore five strategies to help you show up, stand up and speak up in your business even when you don't feel like it. So join me on the next episode for that. If you love this episode, please share it with someone you know, someone you love, someone in your network who's building a business and you know they want to make a bigger impact. Please share this far and wide. And when you do, make sure you tag me in, tag them in, make sure the world sees it. If if I can make my impact from you and uh, through you and you can make your impact through them, imagine the ripple that we can create together. I'm going to leave you the same way that I leave you every time. Make it your mission to be the ripple you wish to see in the world. I'll see you on the next show. Have an amazing day.